Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, chickens. It's the final episode of Death to the Daleks, the end of the Sarah Janathon. Chickens, fabulous Adam Richard here. Welcome to the Theory Podcast, uh, where last episode we had been left with terrifying linoleum. Yes, there was a floor pattern, and apparently that was scary enough to be the end of an episode of Doctor Who. I don't understand why. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there's a reason for it, and I will find it when I read about this uh, episode in a book. Um, so the Doctor sonics the li- linoleum. The lino gets a good old sonicking, and then he says, ask Bilal if uh, he knows how to do Venusian hopscotch. Okay. Uh, so they, <laughs> they do like the Venusian hopscotch. They hop across different things. Like, obviously one's going to be deadly, but Bilal's like, what? I, th- nothing really happened. By the way, the Daleks are coming. Um, so the doctor's like, oh, here, I've got a coin. Uh, he flips a coin onto the, the linoleum. It lands on one of the bad little triangles and then zzzz, zaps from the ceiling to which the doctor says, tilt, get it? Cause he used coins to play pinball. And he said, oh, and it's a very 70s joke. Pinball was a big thing. <laughs> By the way, I love pinball. I have a whole bunch of virtual pinball machines on my PlayStation and I play them endlessly, like for hours on end. Well, I kind of a real one. Like, where would you put them all in the house? They're big and cumbersome. But virtual pinball, easy. Uh, so, the, yeah, and that's what happens, you know, when you bump a pinball table too much because you've meant to shove it a bit to stop the ball going down the out hole and if you shove it too hard it tilts because it's got like a little what are those things called like the little spirit level things and if that goes too far it goes nah um so yes this is this is the hilarious joke that the doctor has just made uh so the daleks go across the the venusian hopscotch board (laughs) 
the linoleum of death. Uh, and they get zapped. One of them gets zapped and says he has, he goes, what's your damage report? And he's like, oh, 7,000 volts. Like, oh, love. Um, <laughs> so, and then they, because Daleks are very, very sensible, uh, one of them shoots at the floor. Uh, and so there's just all holes in the linoleum and it just glides on past and there's no zapping. And then it repairs itself before their very eye stalks uh, and they go, well, city is indestructible. <laughs> Proceed. Now, I thought the Daleks were meant to be logical. Surely you've come to destroy a city and have found out that it's indestructible. Therefore, should you stop proceeding? No, they keep going forward. Bless them. Uh, now we're back with Sarah. She's uh, hiding from the Daleks and she comes across Jill Tarrant. Um, by the way, I have a theory about Tarrants. <laughs> so because there's so many Tarrants in Terry Nation Doctor Who scripts, what I've decided is that if you look at it from the Daleks' point of view, like they think the Doctor is the one who's constantly coming after them and trying to kill them. What really is happening is it's the Tarrants and the Doctor's just coincidentally bumping into the Tarrants. The Tarrants, for like they're, it's just a family. Like there's different descendants all throughout time and space. And the Tarrants are like the shark in Jaws. Like, you know, in Jaws 4, they've gone on holidays in the the Caribbean or wherever they are with Michael Caine and it's the same family from the other three films and the and the shark is still after them like it's a vengeful shark that keeps trying to kill this one family same thing the Tarrants are constantly after the Daleks and the Daleks are terrified of them it's a terrible theory I didn't say it was going to be a good one um look we've had uh, over 100 theories they can't all be good <laughs> some of them are going to be my terrible Tarrant Jaws 4 theory <laughs> So, uh, Sarah wants um, Jill to uh, find some empty bags because all those bags over there, they're full of perin, perin, perineum. Oh, it's not came close that time. Uh, so, the Doctor and Bilal have found a room without a clue. And there's some guy watching them on a giant widescreen monitor. Like, how how much of the future did they predict here? Because back then, all the, all the TV monitors anyone was watching were like little squares. But this is like a wide screen, huge big monitor. I love it. Um, then Bilal gets possessed by a white light and he's going to kill the Doctor until he's soniced back to normal. <laughs> the Doctor just sonics him. He's like, come on, Bilal, don't shoot me, don't shoot me. me I love when the Sonic can just do anything. It, it is literally a magic wand sometimes. Um the Dalek outside, like there's Daleks everywhere. There's a Dalek outside the, the the city and he tells the two humans to climb up the city and put explosives on the beacon. Otherwise, they're going to exterminate Jill. I love the Daleks. They've always got someone to exterminate just in case. We've got a spare extermination victim. <laughs> back, at, back at the camp, uh, Sarah's going to fill the empty bags with muck. Um, then we're back with the doctor and he wonders why all of these tests, obviously the city wants knowledge, he says, uh, and the ultimate test will be an assault on his sanity. And straight away, there's an assault on his sanity. Um, they find another skeleton and then disco lights come on. Uh, and the doctor has a scream, you do not exist. You do not exist. And it seems to work. Um, they pass the test and a door opens. Uh, and there is old mate sitting at his widescreen monitor. And then as soon as the door opens, he crumbles to dust. And the doctor's like, oh, we must have let a breeze in. 
<laughs> ruined the surface tension. Well, makes sense, I guess. Um, it was like it was a vacuum before, I suppose. So the doctor just starts pulling out circuit boards and fiddling with the city. And on the bench, there is like this Perspex computery bit of business with a ball inside that looks suspiciously like Aurac from Blake 7. Um... Look, I'm going to have to do a Blake 7 podcast at some point, aren't I? Maybe I'll just watch an episode as part of this one. Anyway, Blake 7 is beyond crazy. If you think Doctor Who is crazy, Blake 7 was next level. Um, so, th- people start appearing in like a transmat tube looking thing. Uh, and the Doctor tells Bilal that the city's creating antibodies. Like, you just go and watch them and I'll continue to fiddle with these circuit boards. <laughs> Whatever he's doing. Um, so, then we're up on top of the tower. Galloway's up there with the other one who doesn't have a name. I mean, he does have a name, but I can't remember it. Uh, <laughs> it's Galloway. And the other one. Um, so they're setting the charges and Galloway's like, I'm keeping one of the bombs. <laughs> He's a bit of a moustache twirler at times, old Galloway. Uh, so they've set the charges um, on the giant tower. And then we're back down on the, <laughs> the, on the camp. And this is possibly... Like, there's many stupid scenes in these four episodes. But this is this one takes the cake. A Dalek has noticed that Lady Tarrant has disappeared. Um, so he has a nervous breakdown. <laughs> it explodes. He's just like, oh no, I've let her escape. Oh, I've failed. I've failed. I will self destruct. I will so. Like, what is. They live on like some sort of emotional knife edge, the Daleks. Like, if they fail in their duty or they lose control, suddenly they have to explode. Unless this feeds into my Tarrant theory that they know about the terror of the Tarrants. <laughs> See, in another universe, Dalek sit around watching Dr. Dalek <laughs> and uh, their biggest enemy is the Tarrants. Um, not the Doctor. But <laughs> anyway... The the terror of the Tarrants uh, has has taken over this poor Dalek and he's blown himself up. I think it's just because there was no chance to really blow up a Dalek in this episode. I mean, there were, but they didn't take them. Um, so the Doctor is back in the spaceship. He's now engineering a nervous breakdown for the city. Um, that's what he calls it. Uh, he says, you know, they can't... It's, there's creatures. It's a creature of logic. It's an AI. We just have to give it something to confuse it, which, you know, who knows what that is. He doesn't explain. Um... Then the Doctor and Bilal are attacked by the city antibodies and it's like, oh, has the Doctor managed to finish what he was doing? Then the Daleks arrive and they attack the antibodies that are attacking the Doctor and Bilal. So while they fight, fight, the Doctor and Bilal run away and the city starts falling apart. So obviously the Doctor finished whatever he was doing. Um, Then the Daleks start running away as well. And then the Daleks that are back at the spaceship are getting the the two humans who've come down from the top of the ship, the city, sorry, to load the perineum into the... No, the perineum! I said it! I knew I would say it! I'm so angry at myself. Um, (laughs) They load the perineum into the Starlink ship and the Doctor says they've got a scorched planet policy. (laughs) They're going to blow everything up. Um... Then the beacon explodes, power's restored, the Daleks are going to send a plague missile. Oh, so they've been sending the plague the whole time. Ugh, typical Daleks. I think this is another Terry Nation blood. I think they've been sending plagues out a lot, these Daleks. Um, the Dalek ship takes off, but Galloway has stowed aboard. He's stowed away on the Dalek ship and he uses the bomb and he blows himself and the Daleks up. Oh, the noble sacrifice of Galloway. Then the city starts melting like an ice cream cake. Oh, it is a disaster. Like, I don't know if you've ever had an ice cream cake, but 
Once they start to go, that is not a pretty sight. Uh, <laughs> and the city screams weirdly. It's it's kind of distressing. Uh, and then, uh, like in another episode earlier, the Doctor called the city one of the 700 wonders of the universe and the ends this episode by saying, oh, now the universe only has 699 wonders. He didn't even know this was a wonder until he got there and he just decided it must be. Like, does it... Oh, this is this joke makes no sense, Doctor. Anyway, that's uh, that's the end of that. There's uh, John Pertwee and the Daleks and Sarah. Um, tomorrow I'm going to look back at these last four episodes and see how I felt about the whole thing. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.